Hi, it's me, Ken Napsok, for another special edition of the Napsok Files as I come before you here uh, quietly. No music. No house band today. Uh, I released an episode uh, late last night, early Saturday, on uh, May 29th into 30th, uh, just addressing some of the stuff going on, my thoughts on it, and my my plea to, to listen and listen for real, which uh, often includes needing to put your own thoughts, your own butt, butt, butts, and your own agendas aside and listen to everything that's going on. Uh, that could lead to learning. That can lead to change. That can lead to better communication. Uh, I felt today when I woke up that uh, I wanted to amplify two uh, clips that are going around, certainly viral, and you probably have seen them. I just do believe that in these times, things like social media are tremendously valuable. They're life-changing, life-saving in all kinds of situations all around the world. Uh, it also could be loud shouting, loud, righteous, angry shouting, and that should be part of this process, but it also can be the type of loud that can distract and that can be part of the problem. That's not a specific uh, point and wave. It's just kind of a general thought. I think sometimes silence uh, is golden. Silence, though, often is uh, viewed as being complicit, and uh, that is true as well. Um, I think you know what I mean. I'm looking around every day like you are online. I'm not actively participating in social media much these days, these years. It's a billboard for me, but you can't help but look around, and it's all coming at you. It's flashing lights. It's big sounds. It's clips. It's cut things. It's some things that are true, some things that aren't, some things that are full of agendas, some things that are very raw and real, and it all kind of rolls out and hits you like a tidal wave. So with that in mind, this morning, two clips uh, that were going around and I watched uh, struck me, and I wanted to just to play them unfiltered, uh, play them as they're being uh, heard out there, and, and put it in to part of what's going on right now and to fuel back into my idea of the importance of just listening and listening for real and listening to every ounce of pain, every ounce of frustration and just letting that be so that we all can learn from it. Uh, like I said last night, I believe it's important to let the angry be angry and to not try to shush that, not try to uh, even comfort or caress in this moment. Uh, let that kind of feeling, that kind of frustration be part of it. I, I don't have any of these these answers, these big answers. I said that on the previous episode, and I want to reiterate that now. I don't believe this is uh, me doing anything other than just kind of putting stuff out there in these times um, that are clean and, and crisp and heard. Um, that's what's on my heart today, and that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I have the this podcast feed to do. Um, uh, these two clips are both from... Um, People in Atlanta who are in uh, influential positions, who are in political positions, uh, and I was moved by the the speeches. But beyond that, I, again, I just heard them, and I want you to hear them, and that's what I felt like doing today. It does not mean I endorse their entire lives or careers. If someone wants to come at me, well, this person that you played the distance, that's all fine. That's all fine. I I, I don't think that's going to happen. I trust my Napsack Files listeners, but it's just. Uh, Put that out there just in case. I'm playing these uh, clips because um, I want them to be heard uh, by themselves, not just on social media, where we all do different things of coping. I still got to promote some uh, promotional appearances, some shows, 
Um, and it's okay if you tweet in the middle of this chaos about a flower or what your dog did. It's all part of it. It's all part of the noise right now. And so I'm playing these and releasing them on a uh, unmonetized episode here in the Knapsack Files to just uh, focus on them because I did. So the first one is the uh, mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms, and her uh, speech. Uh, I, uh, I guess, yeah, moved, moved is fair. I'm just trying to not put a lot of adjectives on my feelings because I don't think they're important. Uh, but I just want her stuff hurt, and then we'll go to the speech that a lot of people are watching from Killer Mike, uh, which I found to be equally as important um, and compelling and powerful. So that's what we're doing here today in this special bonus episode. As I said last night, how are you doing? I hope you're well enough. I hope you can find small joys, and uh, I'll see you on the other side of this real quick. Let me just speak to what's happening here today. Um, Above everything else, I am a mother. I am a mother to four black children in America, one of whom is 18 years old. And when I saw the murder of George Floyd, I hurt like a mother would hurt. And on yesterday when I heard... There were rumors about violent protests in Atlanta. I did what a mother would do. I called my son and I said, where are you? I said, I cannot protect you and black boys shouldn't be out today. So you're not going to out concern me and out care about where we are in America. I wear this each and every day. And I pray over my children each and every day. So what I see happening on the streets of Atlanta is not Atlanta. This is not a protest. This is not in the spirit of Martin Luther King Jr. This is chaos. A protest has purpose. When Dr. King was assassinated, we didn't do this to our city. So if you love this city, this city that has had a legacy of black mayors and black police chiefs and people who care about this city, where more than 50% of the business owners in Metro Atlanta are minority business owners. If you care about this city, then go home. And pray that somebody like Reverend Beasley will come and talk to you and give you some instructions on what a protest should look like and how you effectuate change in America. This police chief made a video on yesterday, pull it up on YouTube, where she said she was appalled to watch the murder of George Floyd. This woman did that. You're not honoring the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. and the civil rights movement. You're not protesting anything running out with brown liquor in your hands, breaking windows in this city. T.I. and Killer Mike own half the West Side. So when you burn down this city, you're burning down our community. If you want change in America, go and register to vote. 
Show up at the polls on June 9th. Do it in November. That is the change we need in this country. You are disgracing our city. You are disgracing the life of George Floyd and every other person who has been killed in this country. We are better than this. We're better than this as a city. We are better than this as a country. Go home. Go home. In the same way I can protect my son on yesterday, I cannot protect you out in those streets. You're throwing knives at our police officers. You are burning cars. You have to face the CNN building. Ted Turner started CNN in Atlanta 40 years ago because he believed in who we are as a city. There was a black reporter who was arrested on camera this morning who works for CNN. They are telling our stories and you are disgracing their building. This is not the legacy of civil rights in America. This is chaos and we're buying into it. This won't change anything. We're no longer talking about the murder of an innocent man. We're talking about how you're burning police cars on the streets of Atlanta, Georgia. Go home. Um, I didn't want to come, and I don't want to be here. I'm the son of an Atlanta City police officer. Um, my cousin is an Atlanta City police officer, and my other cousin, East Point police officer. And I got a lot of love and respect for police officers, down to the original eight police officers in Atlanta that even after becoming police had to dress in a YMCA because white officers didn't want to get dressed with niggers. And here we are 80 years later, I watched a white officer assassinate a black man. And I know that tore your heart out. And I know it's crippling. And I have nothing positive to say in this moment, because I don't want to be here. But I'm responsible to be here because it wasn't just Dr. King and people dressed nicely who marched and protested to progress this city in so many other cities. It was people like my grandmother, people like my aunts and uncles who were members of SCLC and NAACP, and in particular, Reverend James Orange, Mrs. Alice Johnson, and Reverend Love, who we just lost last year. So I'm duty bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. 
it is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. I'm mad as hell. I woke up wanting to see the world burn down yesterday because I'm tired of seeing black men die. He casually put his knee on a human being's neck for nine minutes as he died like a zebra in the clutch of a lion's jaw. And we watch it like murder porn over and over again. So that's why children are burning to the ground. They don't know what else to do. And it is the responsibility of us to make this better. Right now, we don't want to see one officer charged. We want to see four officers prosecuted and sentenced. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. And as I sit here in Georgia, Thomas Stevens, Georgia, former vice president of the Confederacy. White man said that law, fundamental law, stated that whites were naturally the superior race. And the Confederacy was built on a cornerstone. It's called a cornerstone speech. Look it up. The cornerstone speech that blacks would always be subordinate. That officer believed that speech because he killed that man like an animal. In this city, officers have done horrendous things and they have been prosecuted. This city's cut different. In this city, you can find over 50 restaurants owned by black women. I didn't say minority and I didn't say women of color. So after you burn down your own home, what do you have left but char and ash? CNN, Ted did a great thing. I love CNN, I love Cartoon Network, but I'd like to say to CNN right now, Karma's a mother. Stop feeding fear and anger every day. Stop making people feel so fearful. Give them hope. I'm glad they only took down a sign and defaced a building and they're not killing human beings like that policeman did. I'm glad that they only destroyed some brick and mortar and they didn't rip a father from a son. They didn't rip a, fa a son from a mother like the policeman did. When a man yells for his mother in duress and pain and she's dead, he is essentially yelling, please God, don't let it happen to me. And we watch that. So my question for us on the other side of this camera is after it burns, will we be left with charred or will we rise like a phoenix out of the ashes that Atlanta has always done? Will we use this as a moment to say that we will not do what other cities have done and in fact, we will get better than we've been. We got good enough to destroy cash bonds. You don't have to worry about going to jail for some petty. We got smart enough to decriminalize marijuana. How smart are we going to be in the next 15 or 20 years to keep us ahead of this curve? So that much like when South Africa suffered apartheid, you had Andy and other politicians that could make sure that Atlanta said, Coca-Cola, we love you. But if you don't pull out of South Africa, we're going to leave. We're not going to drink Coca-Cola anymore. Coca-Cola jumped on their side and apartheid ended. So we have an opportunity now. Because I'm mad, I don't have any good advice. But what I can tell you is that if you sit in your homes tonight, instead of burning your home to the ground, you will have time to properly plot, plan, strategize, and organize, and mobilize in an effective way. And two of the most effective ways is first taking your butt to the computer and making sure you fill out your census so that people know who you are and where you are. 
The next thing is making sure you exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like. You got a prosecutor sent your partner to jail and you know it was bullshit. Put a new prosecutor in there. Now's your election to do it. You want a different senator that's more progressive that promotes marijuana through? Now is the time to do that. But it is not time to burn down your own home. I love and I respect you. I hate I don't have more to say. I hate I can't fix it in a snap. I hate Atlanta's not perfect for as good as we are. But we have to be better than this moment. We have to be better than burning down our own homes. Because if we lose Atlanta, what else we got? We lose an ability to plot, to plan, to strategize, to organize, and to properly mobilize. I want you to go home. I want you to talk to 10 of your friends. I want you guys to come up with real solutions. I would like for the Atlanta City Police Department to bring back the Community Review Board, one that Alice Johnson was formerly under, under Chief Turner. We need a review board here because we need to get ahead of it before an officer does some stupid shit. We need to get ahead of it. That's my recommendation to my mayor and my chief. Let's get a review board, let's get ahead of it, and let's give them power. We don't need an officer that makes a mistake once, twice, three times, and finally he kills a boy on national TV, and the next thing you know, the country is burning down. We don't need a dumbass president repeating what segregationists said. You start looting, we start shooting. But the problem is some officers black and some people going to shoot back. And that's not good for our community either. I love and respect you all. I hope that we find a way out of it because I don't have the answers, but I do know. We must plot, we must plan, we must strategize, organize, and mobilize. Thank you for allowing me some time to speak. I'd like to appreciate our chief for what she said on YouTube. I thought it was very bold to do. I'd like to appreciate our mayor for talking to us like a black mama and telling us to take our ass at home. And I'd like to talk, like to thank my friend for convincing me to come here. And I'll defer to Joe Beasley now because he knows a hell of a lot more than we do. Thank y'all. Those clips were originally played on CNN.com and the Killer Mike clip was played on WGCL Atlanta. And uh, that is a CBS affiliate. Uh, both were played here on this podcast without permission. Thank you for listening.